This is Mary Celeste Bell. Welcome to the Blackberry Podcast, where we'll dive into stories and knowledge of the incredible people that are part of the Blackberry story. You'll hear from longtime friends, amazing visiting personalities, and our own inspired team members. Annie Favia Erickson's knowledge of farming and flavor expand beyond the realm of wine in her boutique herbal tea line. Today, you'll hear Annie's chat with Blackberry Mountain's holistic health specialist, Jill Beasley, about starting Erda Tea, growing the tea plants, and the health benefits of great tea. Hi, this is Jill Beasley from Blackberry Mountain. I'm the naturopathic doctor and acupuncturist. And I'm here with Annie Favia of Favia Wines and Erda Tea. Hi, Jill. Hey, Annie. You want to tell us a little bit about your uh, Erda Tea company? Sure. Okay, so Erda Teas are grown in the Napa Valley. We have um, all herbal teas. We're certified organic by CCOF. And um, our main purpose is to grow beautiful, fresh, herbs um, and we want to be the closest thing to a fresh teason that someone can get and a dried product. Uh, we dry at low temperatures to retain the most oils and um, to retain the most vivacity and freshness. Well I've gotten to see your teas and they're absolutely beautiful. Do you want to tell me a little bit about how your tea's different? Because we just went through this class on tea and brewing and your method is really unique and different, and it was the freshest tea I've ever had. That's so great. I'm glad you mentioned that because um, there's not a big tea culture in America, and I feel like people haven't learned how to brew tea properly, and that's one of the big components, uh, not only for making delicious tea, but also for enjoying the whole process of tea. I feel um, very connected to the time when I'm brewing tea and I feel more kind of tapped into my natural intuition. And I love to brew with the traditional Chinese method that you would use. So mm-hmm. we use um, the, a thermometer to check the water temperature. We try to use uh, water that's about 180 degrees. And um, we do a little wash of the leaves. And then we... Um, then we brew the tea for just about one minute and pour all the water into glass cups so that we can really have the freshest, most pure taste possible. And the whole process, we're getting the aromas of the teas and um, just enjoying the color come on from the leaves. And it is kind of a meditative process, isn't it? For sure. It's, uh, I think that's one of my favorite things about tea brewing is that you can really make it into this ritual or practice. And I think that's something that we often don't take time to do is to pause and to decompress or whatever it is we need to do in our day. And so with you kind of have a built-in ritual within your teas, and it's a beautiful product to begin with. You get to see, it's almost like you just took the plant straight from the earth because it's so carefully picked and dried I guess your dehydration process that you that you do to preserve those teas yeah we're we're trying to as I mentioned um brew the tea or we're trying to make the tea in a fashion that 
preserves that freshness so that it's almost like a tisane, like a fresh tisane where you'd walk out in the garden and pick some. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about how I loved when we were in the class today, how you, I learned so much from you about, uh, what each of the different herbs can do from a health perspective, because, um, tea is not only just a nice, delicious drink, but can, can do some great benefits for you. So will you talk a little bit about, um, which teas you use, which herbs you use for tea and how those different herbs can heal in different ways that someone at home could, could do? Sure. Yeah. Um, there are so many plants, so you can really make a tea or an herbal infusion out of almost any plant, which is exciting and fun. I think it gives people a lot of autonomy at home to really be playful outside of just the traditional cooking kind of culinary world. They can grow and pick things and then turn it into a tea, um, which is great because we all need to hydrate a little bit more. But um, some of the my favorite plants, we talked about mint family today, they're all super safe and grow readily, especially here. They're easy, they've been cultivated everywhere. And so peppermint, lavender, those things are simple. They're everywhere. We can use them for body care. We can use them when we cook, but we can also make beautiful herbal tea blends with them. And so like a nice little morning, you can have a morning ritual, an evening ritual, a morning tea. I might have, we talked about stimulating. So the mint, the mints, peppermint, spearmint tend to be a little bit more uplifting and get you going for the day. But it's not like coffee where you get that just really sharp, effect from the caffeine and crash you get this really like steady energy and a mental clarity that I think you don't really get with many other beverages it's got that softness to it and so starting that way and I love ginger so I'll add ginger into almost anything and then for an evening chamomile is a go-to for me a nice comforting one to calm down it's got like a little bit of a naturally sedative effect too so it really helps unwind from a day and the lavender is really nice. La- lavender and chamomile. You get the purple yellow too, which is really fun. Play in colors. It's fun to talk to people. A lot of people ask me about antioxidants because they're such a popular, um, it's almost a popular buzzword today. Mm-hmm. Like everything kind of, you see sugary drinks in the supermarket that have antioxidant written on them. Right. And it just doesn't seem, um, it just doesn't seem like a healthy beverage. But uh, it's so nice that all of these green herbs have antioxidants. For sure. And um, can you talk a little bit about what the benefits are of those antioxidants in the teas? Yeah, so we use antioxidants all the time from plants and polyphenols um, are the phytochemicals that we have in all different plants. There's thousands of them, tens of thousands of different polyphenols and different, depending on the type of plant. And so we take those and our liver uses the antioxidants and we're constantly going through chemical reactions in our body breaking things down and so we don't want too much antioxidant effect because our body needs that but with the, what we're exposed to today um, getting food-based medicine is really nice and teas are a really easy way to get all those phytochemicals just to support our our bodies and all the processes that it does for long-term health that's so great well we're trying to farm with um with that in mind, because we're really giving back to the soil. With the organic farming, we're composting and um, using slow release fertilizers through cover crops to enrich the soil so that these plants have 
more and more of the nutrients that they need. Mm -hmm. So it's really, I like to think, how can I farm to make the plants more alive so that that comes out in the flavor? And with this brewing method, with a, with a lower water temperature um, and whole leaves and flowers, I feel like want, I just want to be able to give everybody the most oils and the most of those components uh, in the tea that they can possibly get in a dried product. Yeah, absolutely. I think you did a great job with that. And I also like that you can see what the plant is. I think that's often we get disconnected from our food source or our beverage source in kind of modern society consumerism. We almost have no idea what anything is. And so being able to connect back to the land and be able to see the full plant, which you incorporate into your bags, pulling those out and seeing the whole flower or the whole leaf in its in its true form connects people back to almost to the, the to the grower to the picker and to the land that it came from which is i think something we should all try to do a little bit more gives a little bit more gratitude and meaning into any process that we have with our food or beverage yeah definitely annie i really love your brewing method is there somewhere that we can find this so that we can access that at home Sure, on the um, Erda Tea website, I have a little uh, page which shows how to brew, and it goes through uh, all the different steps to make it really easy so that people can do it at home and follow along. (laughs) Great. I love it. It was a really fun process, and I really liked watching to see how simple it was and then also contain all those essential oils and things, so you really get to keep all the nutrients from the teas. Great. So as far as things you're planting, it sounds like you're pretty – intentional with what you're growing, how you're growing it. What are you growing right now? Um, Right now we're growing a lot of the plants in the mint family, um, lemon verbena, uh, peppermint and spearmint, which are probably the most known. We're also really excited about growing um, sideritis, which is um, a plant that I found recently through um, my daughter's boyfriend, actually, and it's um, also known as Greek mountain tea or mountain tea. We call it Mount Olympus tea, and that's a beautiful flower spike from um, from what's known as the ironwort plant, and it is lemony and almost has a delicious saline character, and it grows really well in the Napa Valley because it is very drought tolerant. It's grown in the mountains in Greece in very rocky soil so we're excited to have a plant similar to california natives where we don't have to irrigate it um and it's an absolutely beautiful plant to look at Mm -hmm. and have in your pot as well Um, we're also growing rose hips from the rosa californica which is a native um, lovely shrub rose which forms a beautiful thicket around our creeks and um, it has a light pink flower that with five petals it's so sweet and then after the petals fall off the rose hip forms and um, we dry those and then um, those we actually do chop up because then you can release they dry better and more consistently and you can release more of the vitamin c it's filled with vitamin c and they have a really sweet almost caramely character Mm. so we blend a little bit of lemon verbena in that and it's actually one of the most delicious teas um, we're also growing hibiscus, cool. which is okay. very um, tart and zesty. It's a beautiful red color. And that one, especially, we love iced. All the teas can be served mm-hmm. hot or iced, but this one is in particular my favorite iced. Um, and then um, I'm experimenting with raspberry leaf and um, some other fun 
um, some, some other fun varieties of um, flowers. One is the osmanthus. And um, that's actually my husband Andy's favorite. So I'm really just growing it for him because the flowers are so tiny that you have to pick them basically, not with the tweezers, but you, you could pick them with, with the tweezers because they're that small. So that's kind of my labor of love. I'll make him a little tiny bowl every year. That's so sweet. 12 plants or something. <laughs> it's too labor intensive for the masses though. Yeah. That's really cool. Love all those plants. And the, the care that you take in putting into collecting them and making them into a beautiful cup of tea. Thank you. So, yeah. Super oh, neat process. Chamomile and lavender, too. Oh, those ones. And, oh, cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. So many things. Every year I'm trying to grow a few new plants that I haven't grown before just to experiment with and see if they do well. We're really trying to be water conscious. And um, so we want to grow plants that can be grown with little or no water. So, um, That'll be fun to keep experimenting. Great. I'm looking forward to trying all your teas. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. Thank, thank you. Thank you for teaching me all the <laughs> wonderful things that these great teas do for your body. Yeah, thanks for sharing your brewing method. Thank you for listening to the Blackberry Podcast. Continue following the journey wherever you subscribe. Thank you to our guests, interviewers, and audience dive into more stories, videos, photos, and podcast episodes on blackberryfarm.com and blackberrymountain.com. Make a great day!